0: what you have to do against this guy yeah more in the mood for a beer right now um. <laughs> hello backhand listeners Konnichiwa. welcome to the olympic edition of this the backhand as we bring you all the ins and the outs of the great game of tennis we cover each tennis slam we're unafraid to slam tennis and we even cover the olympics in this the year 2021 it is our Olympic edition, and with me, a man whose pasty white skin could do with a bit of a bronze. It's the flag bearer here for the backenders. Cutters, welcome. Konnichiwa, Lightning. Konnichiwa, listeners.
1: And you catch me at a rare moment, Lightning, where I have dragged myself off the couch oh, right. after suffering a rather severe fever that is not caused by the fourth AstraZeneca jab I've had in order to get a free Danish from the bakery around the corner. (laughs) It has instead been Olympic fever lightning. I am up and about. I am enjoying the fact that all these nations are coming together. They're holding hands. They're jousting, fencing, hurdling, dressaging their way to Olympic glory lightning. And it's really just caught my imagination. Mm. I am loving these games so far people said it couldn't be done lightning they said should we hold a giant global sporting event at the heart of a pandemic ridden nation and i say we should hold more of them in the heart of a pandemic ridden nation lightning because this has been an incredible success i'm loving every minute of it tong has got a medal panama's got a medal bermuda's got a medal. Update, Panama doesn't have a medal, must try harder, next Olympic Games Panama. But everyone's getting involved and it's just great to see.
0: Well said, Cutters. It is so exciting. And for me, it's just been delightful watching the Japanese take on this ancient tradition of the Olympics. And of course, the Japanese are a country of great tradition. And I love what they've done, not only with the Olympics, Cutters, But what they've done with Olympic tennis, for me, it's just been lovely seeing those just little touches that they've added. Having sumo wrestlers as linesmen, I thought was just cute. Having tiebreakers replaced with hand-to-hand combat and samurai swords. You know, all these kind of Mm. these little additions, you know, with the medal ceremony, you get your medal and then you get some bonus sushi with some miso soup optional, (laughs) you know, and all those kind of just those little... Touches to add some class to it. I mean, what have you made of the Japanese take on this, the Olympics?
1: Lightning, I'm slightly distracted because my research team informs me that Tonga has not received a medal either. So both Panama and Tonga must try harder. I was captivated by the Tongan spirit of weightlifting and just assumed that they would beat the nation formerly known as Russia (laughs) to the gold, but they have not even meddled. So I'm a shattered man, Lightning. Call me back in half an hour.
0: (laughs) Do you want me to give you three years? We'll come back for the next Olympics. (laughs) Uh,
1: Lightning, yes, the Japanimation of the Games has been wonderful. (laughs) It's been a lovely stroke. We had seen this coming for tennis Mm. with linesmen being replaced with robots over the last few months, Mm. and I thought that that was a nice (laughs) lead-up just to tell the players what they were about to expect. You mentioned sumo wrestlers as linesmen. That's good. Gravity does its work. The problem was, as the chair umpire, without reinforcement... was slightly problematic. I believe uh, a couple of mishaps resulted in something registering a 6.2 on the old Richter scale. But otherwise, the players don't have much to complain about Lightning. Um, Obese athletes aside, it's been a great game so far, Lightning. And I've just been loving the fact that tennis has taken center stage. Mm -hmm. This is the one time every four years where it's actually cool to acknowledge yourself as a doubles player and i hope (laughs) that these doubles players are cashing in lightning because i was thinking about this the other day and i thought if you're at the olympic village you get to hide behind a mask so people don't know how let's face it objectively uglier doubles players are than singles players (laughs) and then you can tell people that you play tennis at these games. You don't have to elaborate. If these guys and girls are not getting laid for the first time in their career, then they are doing something seriously wrong.
0: Those cardboard beds in the uh, tennis Olympic village cutters are getting a strong workout. So, and those origami workers that have had to really go overtime to fold those cardboard beds i have been really, really <laughs> tested. Cut is the amazing thing. Here, though, in Japan, is distinct from other places, they've held tennis tournaments. It's the crazy heat. I mean, the Japanese version of the Olympics has been searing. They have not bothered putting tennis on at night, which they could have. They've put it in the heat of the day. Players have been roasting. They've been cooked better than a good sashimi chef. These players are just lobsters out there. Tempura versions of all our best players. What have you made of the battle that the Olympics have created by putting it on in the middle of such traumatic heat?
1: Sorry, Lightning, I didn't quite understand what you were saying because you didn't offer a fourth and fifth parallel reference from the (laughs) Japanese culture to explain the heat on the courts. I'm a little lost, Lightning. I'm a little at sea but I think I know where you were going with this. (laughs) If only Superman 4 had been shot in downtown Tokyo, (laughs) things would have been a lot easier. But Lightning, I think it's been fantastic because we all know that this is a privileged bunch of professional athletes. Mm. If I am a fencer Lightning, I am not having many opportunities to be celebrated Mm. by the broader community. Mm. If I am a wrestler or a shot putter, there are not many times that I have my moment in the sun. These tennis players are constantly doted upon. And the fact that they can go to the Olympics and be cut down to size is a magnificent thing. I've been loving watching them just trudge around the frying pan. (laughs) The fact that the Japanese actually put heating under the hard court was a magnificent touch. And just to see the sadistic chair on fire turn it up for the third set when things got boring, absolutely wonderful. (laughs)
0: To be honest, Scatters, I wasn't sure what was going on until I zoomed out and I noticed that the courts were actually on top of the Fukushima nuclear power plant.
1: (laughs) they have not wasted any infrastructure in putting these games on. So it's been truly wonderful. Yeah, Lightning, it hasn't been pleasant. And that's just been the quality of tennis. But also to see the athletes themselves literally melting to the court hasn't been <laughs> optimal as their preparation for the U.S. Open. But I think it's tested their metal.
0: Yes. Yes, it's tested their metal as they've turned into it. Uh... <laughs> Cutters, speaking of heat, one of the highlights of the games to date was from the opening ceremony. We, of course, always look to the lighting of the torch, and it was amazing to see, for the first time ever, a tennis player doing that very job. Naomi Osaka, back in Japan, was asked under great secrecy to light the torch in that opening ceremony. Katz, you must have been buzzing seeing that incredible, incredible showcase.
1: Yes, Lightning. Quite the surprise. The last time we saw our friend Naomi, she was asking for some time to herself and a little bit of privacy from the media contingency and the general public. So I was surprised, to say the least, Lightning, that she decided to just dip her toes back into the waters of public life by featuring as the lead act for something that would be watched by 2.5 <laughs> billion people worldwide. I thought she was shy on Naomi Lightning, mm-hmm. and so it was a bit of a surprise that they managed to coerce her into lighting the torch. And Lightning, I can only assume that it was under the pretense that the Olympic Committee of Japan were inviting Naomi back as a guest of honour for a kickoff barbecue, and they just told her one
0: <laughs> slight...
1: One thing we'll need a hand with, we just need you to uh, light the grill to get things started. No, 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 don't worry about those drones flying around in formation. You can leave the sausages at the bottom of the platform, just...
0: Oh, it's very fair. It's, it would make sense, Cutters. I understood that she was prepared to light the torch on the one condition. She could light it using her anger towards journalists rather than the actual torch, I believe, was one of the conditions she'd requested. So,
1: I mean, it is shocking when you think that you have Godzilla, who we all know is a factual species, currently sitting, gathering dust in the Tokyo Zoo. Who can shoot laser beams out of his or hers, I'm an open-minded man, eyes. And you don't take that opportunity.
0: <laughs> Apparently the biggest challenge was getting a face mask on it. I think that was the... Exactly.
1: <laughs> Lightning, when the telecast started and they said that they weren't sure who was going to be lighting the torch, I could only assume that they'd roped in Mr. Miyagi as the perfect candidate to wax the games on and then return 14 days later only to wax the games off
0: with references like these cutters you are speaking my language <laughs> welcome aboard my friend <laughs>
1: Thank you. You're welcome. You're welcome. But Lightning, we as tennis journalists, and I think that's fair to say that we are. (laughs) Although, are we really tennis journalists if we're yet to formally receive a death threat from Naomi herself? I'm not so sure. I presume it's in the mail. But it's a beautiful moment for the sport because for so long... Tennis has been seen as a derivative sport Mm, of the Olympic Games. And this puts it front and center. Absolutely. I mean, I think I'd have to go back to Mexico City, 1968, when Poncho Gonzalez lit his own sombrero and hurled it into the giant frying pan of tortillas. (laughs) That I got so emotional about a tennis player being involved. (laughs)
0: I've got nothing in my head. I'm just
1: really excited and I want to hug the whole stadium.
0: Cutters, in this, the Olympic edition, it is time for our first segment. A segment that is not our ordinary come on segment, but is our gold, silver, bronze segment. A segment in which we will each place three things on the dais in ascending order to see who finally gets our golden moment of this 2020 game. So, Cutters, to start with, I'd like to hear who receives your bronze medal.
1: Yes, Lightning. Well, I'll tell you who doesn't receive my bronze medal, and that is Tonga. I hate to (laughs) report that in the last 20 minutes that we've been recording, Tonga has not gotten on the board for Olympic medals. But, Lightning, if we turn our attention slightly south of the underperforming and, frankly, lazy nation of Tonga, we will hit (laughs) a country that I'm excited about. It's a nation that I don't think gets enough credit on this podcast. It's New Zealand. Mm. Some would describe New Zealand as the poor, younger stepsister of the great nation of Australia, but I wouldn't, Lightning. (laughs) I'm a huge fan of this nation they have brought us great globally acclaimed individuals like that guy from crowded house and that girl who's pretty good at singing so they're just a great nation all around i appreciate them and as you know i was so passionate about it last year lightning that i started the all blacks lives matter protest movement but i digress lightning new zealand has won A bronze medal, its first ever medal in tennis. Mm -hmm. A nation not synonymous with tennis or success, but they have managed to combine the two and win a bronze. And I don't want to sound patronizing when I say it lightning, but good for you, Kiwis. I'm just kneeling down to pat the Kiwis on the head reassuringly and welcome them to. The world of success in tennis, which Alicia Mollick paved the way for back in 2004, when she already claimed a bronze for our great nation, lest we forget. <laughs> but we didn't fight together shoulder to shoulder in World War One and World War Two. for us to leave a good man behind, or in this case, two men behind. We acknowledge you, Marcus Daniel and Michael Venus. Um, so Venus and Danielle. Okay, so... Fake names. I think they're there (laughs) under the pretense of witness protection. They were probably drug mules through the Southeast Asia region and have landed in Tokyo and learnt to pick up the sport of tennis. Good for you guys. So Lightning, I'm not too proud to acknowledge the achievements and say, well done, the Blackhanders.
0: Well said, Cat. a worthy bronze medal pairing for mine, it was another doubles pairing that caught my attention and thus gets the bronze medal for me. That was Brazil's Luisa Stefani and Laura Pagossi. They uh, are not a particularly high profile doubles couple, similar to our New Zealand friends. And in fact, only made it onto the plane in the nick of time. So they entered with one hour to spare when the official close of the draw was just about to hit. It turned out they were eligible. They threw in the paperwork, clicked submit, and were on the plane to Japan and managed to take out a bronze medal of their own. So in some kind of homage to the hometown Japanese player Nishikori, they got the job done just in the nick of time. The team cutters known as Lalu in Brazil, Laloo, which of course is slightly unfortunate translation for French audiences. It means the toilet. But for our Brazilians, Laloo carried the hopes of a nation. And in fact, much like our New Zealand friend cutters, they became the first tennis medal for Brazil. So it was amazing to see, to watch that final, the bronze medal playoff, and to see the very few Brazilians in the stands that they'd gathered going absolutely off their chops. Go and bananas and joy and streamers and balloons. The whole works. And apparently they ended up deciding to all go and get Brazilians together. So that was fantastic <laughs> oh, and totally justified the team deciding to forego a tennis player on their list and instead bringing a hairdresser slash manicure <laughs> with them as a part of the minimal allowed team addition. So Kattis, who was your silver medalist?
1: Lightning, a man that I am passionate about and I think he's passionate about the sport and that's why i'm passionate about him which is this wonderful triangle of passion that has developed over the years and that is Daniil medvedev oh, yes. wonderful bloke top guy excellent cook <laughs> underrated guitarist but mainly just a top bloke on the tennis court and what i love about him lightning is that he we'll find a dull tournament and breathe life into it yes. and that's exactly what we needed because let's face it there's a reason why we haven't been talking explicitly about the tennis and that is because not a lot happening besides the fact that the emperor was turning up the heat incrementally across the various <laughs> ties which was wonderful but this did not go unnoticed by the devil mm. sweltering under the midday sun and at one point in his match he was telling the chair umpire, and I quote, I can finish the match, but I can die. Which sounds slightly melodramatic when I read it to you in that way. At the time, it was a passionate expression of desperate need, and unfortunately it fell on deaf ears quite literally because the 1980s Sony robot that they'd installed as the chair umpire was less than empathetic in hearing his less than binary request. So it... Resulted in the Medvedevil just shrugging his shoulders, turning back to the towel, and saying, If I die, are you going to be responsible? Met only with a does not compute, which was sad, but beautiful. I haven't seen someone more at odds on Japanese soil since Bruce has made his way through the Nakatomi Corporation. Another great 1980s reference for you. We really need to employ a researcher that is not 75 years old. Lightning, who gets your silver?
0: Cat is... For me, it is Ash Barty and John Pears. And I'm sure it's John. I'm pretty sure it's it's John. I, quick Google <laughs> check. It's John. A loved doubles specialist of Australian tennis who teamed up with our beloved Ash, who couldn't get a sashimi together in the singles, but managed to find an able doubles pairing to take out bronze. They were so close cutters. In fact, they had match points to go into that gold medal playoff, falling just short. Alas, they brought home a medal. And it was great for Australians to see a, a medal in tennis. It was exciting. And to just be that true blue Aussie pairing. Barty and Piers, or as we like to call them, party beers. <laughs> I mean, could you get any more Australian than party beers? So let's hope this is the start of something. They unfortunately couldn't get the chocolates against Pavelchenkova and Rublev, who, of course, are better known by their name as uh, Ravelchenkova and Publik, which for me, on the names alone, I would have let party beers get through. So just a shame they didn't get the points there from the Russian judges, uh, ironically.
1: I'm surprised by that, Lightning. I actually thought the Brazilians had removed Publik on their way to (laughs) snatching bronze. (laughs) (laughs)
0: Very good, very good. Catter's gold medal. I would love to hear who in this Olympics has claimed your gold medal.
1: Lightning, there are so many candidates. Great achievements left, right and centre, as typical with an Olympics. New names, old champions. But for me, I cannot go past one man who absolutely deserves the gold medal for underachievement, and that is Sir Novak Djokovic. A man who came to the Olympics with nothing to lose and managed yet to lose it all in the last 48 hours. I think even the Titanic had a better final 48 hours than this man did because he was looking cherry ripe. To snatch the gold in not only the singles, but also the mixed doubles. He was looking fantastic out there. On the baseline, doing the splits, loving life, blowing kisses to his elderly fans who were holding (laughs) racy, freaky paintings of him in the stands. The fact that they, as a broadcast, managed to have holograms of that lady just around... (laughs) Various parts of the stands was good for tennis, but Lightning, it's tragic. It is a hard ask for someone to win a Golden Slam. Mm. The only person who's ever done it is our old friend, Steffi Graffiti.
0: Steffi Graffiti. Who
1: managed to rebound from being a member of the Hells Angels to (laughs) suddenly kick her addiction to fast men and fast cars and become one of the great tennis players of the modern era. But Novak, attempting a similar feat, pulled up short. And he didn't pull up short, Lightning. He hit a brick wall at 150 kilometers an hour, which for our friends in the US is enough miles to get your head smashed up your own ass. (laughs) Which is a metaphor that, I think, based on our social media account, a lot of people would like to attribute to Mr Novak Djokovic.
0: And it is one of the uh, stretches he does pre-match with his flexibility.
1: (laughs) (laughs) It was the one thing we hadn't seen at these Japanese games, a nod to the tradition lightning, and that was the harakiri, Or Samurai Suicide, where one falls on their own sword in public. But that was pretty much the only trick he didn't attempt to achieve with his racket, whilst flinging it into row X, Z, Y of said stadium, or smashing it into smithereens. I'm surprised he didn't just impale himself at the end, because it would have probably been a better way of... Finishing things off lightning. It was not pretty. He was looking in cruise control against Sasha Shame. And Hmm. he was up a set and a break in the second. You would have put your entire house on that being a victory for the man. And instead, he's going to have to settle for the Tin Slam, which is not quite as lucrative. Uh, I know he was also talking about the Bronze Slam, but that wasn't possible either because Buster Rhymes (laughs) busted a dream and took it out in spectacular circumstances. So I don't know what you make of this, but I'm just shocked at the Novak implosion.
0: It was something to behold, Catters. I mean, that racket being tossed multi-rows back is the kind of celebration generally reserved for a victory. So to go early, you know, really was left with egg on his face. And to then get that racket and smash it on that pole was incredible. And it caused Igor Shvantec to actually come out in defense of the pole, uh, totally opposed (laughs) to that kind of senseless violence. Um, So for me, Cutters, it was extraordinary. And of course, there's lots of doubts around whether he should have entered the doubles. Of course, the coach tried to warn him against it. Say, you're going for the Golden Slam, eyes on the prize, no back. And he said, no. And so in the mixed doubles, he entered. It was just that sense of greediness. The man thought he could win it all. He had been untouchable. And when he started entering in the canoe slalom and the 50-meter fly and the, uh, (laughs) the, 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 the trap, we should have sensed that he was shooting a little bit above where he needed to be so I suppose he had the sense of when you're hot you're hot but Cutters he came down burning in a giant pile of flames and of course Cutters the news update is after he lost in that three set match to Buster Rhymes he then withdrew from the doubles game denying his partner a chance at a bronze medal and so she forfeited and that's how John Piers and Barty received the bronze medal. So the report is that he had a shoulder injury. I believe he had a large chip on it. And so <laughs> therefore pulled out. And he later, of course, cited exhaustion. And apparently he was just really tired of losing, of losing back-to-back matches. So uh, poor Novak goes home without a medal, which very, very few people Predicted he did go nuclear, of course, thanks to the Fukushima nuclear power plant uh, that the tennis court was played on. So that will be the one highlight that our Serbian friend Novak takes away with him, cutters. Mm. Lightning,
1: it'll be hard to top, but who gets your gold medal?
0: Well, cutters. it feels fitting that on a tennis podcast, we should actually give a nod to those who legitimately won gold at this Olympic Games. And that was, of course, on the women's side, Belinda Bencic. She took out the gold medal. So the Swiss champion, it all went like clockwork for Benchik. She has become the new Swiss champion. And, look, she is the best Swiss champion for, I don't know, as long as I can remember, Cutters. I, I can't picture a better <laughs> Swiss tennis player. So, uh, you know, I don't have a great memory. If she featured in the 80s, I might have been able to dust off some references. But as far as I can think back, uh, she holds the mantle. So what did you make of Benchik, Cutters?
1: I've Just for so long, that nation has been deprived of good sporting performances, particularly in tennis lightning. And as I've often said, you know, as a nation, not great, but their flag's a big plus.
0: (laughs) Cutters, you may not have heard the news, but Alexander Zvarev was the male gold medalist at this Games. Who could have predicted that he would upset Novak Djokovic in the semis to then take out the gold against Karen Hachinov. Katiz Alexander-Zvarev was the gold medalist of this game. It was just extraordinary, extraordinary. And in the semifinals, after beating Novak Djokovic, he went to the net and he said, Novak, you are the greatest player of all time, which was lovely. And for me, it's just a wonderful thing to say to someone just after you beat him. I reckon, uh, you know, so you are the greatest player that ever was. Who, who just won that one? Was that, did, did you, Do did I just, did you just? What does that mean for me
1: then? I, I don't really know.
0: How many gold medals have you won, Novak? Have you, have you got any gold? No? Oh, cool, don't no As you were.
1: <laughs> yeah, Lightning, I'd hope that you wouldn't bring this up. It's been a bit of a sore point with me. I know I've gone early on claiming Sasha Shame's career as being a complete and utter farce. Uh, so I've got a few rough years ahead, potentially. But good on you, Sasha. You won gold. You beat a Karen. Um, it's not been a good couple of years for Karens, based on my Instagram feed. But Sasha Shame, you join the likes of Puy, Masu, Rosset, other great, illustrious tennis players whose names only ever emerge at... Pub trivia quizzes across the world on (laughs) drunken nights, stumping everyone in
0: attendance. The Olympics is that event where players can just ride on the coattails of a medal for the rest of their career and be in tennis obscurity for the better part of it, but just can prance that medal around left, right and centre. Karina Booster coming away with a bronze That bloke has already vowed to wear that in every match he plays for the rest of his career. So I believe he's thinking of having it mounted in the middle of his racket and just, you know.
1: What a power move. The fact that he'll be asking the ball kids to bring the towel out just so he can polish it in front of his opponent. <laughs> I'll give you the racket and we'll no, see, how no. times, see how many times you can return his serve also. No, you're, you're a professional tennis player. I'm not.
0: Okay. DQ those two sneaky little letters that bob up at the end of athletes' names who have been disqualified. We think of sprinters who've gone early. We think of relay runners who've dropped the baton. We think of those putting back a negative B sample cutters. We think of those moments that just, for some bizarre reason, they just send our heart a flutter. When some athlete gets disqualified or DQ'd from the games, There's a little part of it that just loves every moment of it. And so this segment, cutters, I want to hear a DQ from you. From this 2020 Games, who would you like to DQ?
1: Well, Lightning, you say there's a little part of us that jumps for joy when we see DQ. For me, that gets me off the couch. That is worth (laughs) 10 Red Bulls directly into my veins, Lightning. It's... Phenomenal what other people's despair does to fuel my life. And with that said, I'm turning my attention to the whole nation of the United States because talk about not showing up. These guys couldn't even be bothered fielding a proper team at this Olympics. Yes. What a tragedy. You have a rich legacy of winning medals in the tennis. Mm. And yet you bring, let's face it, Tennis Engren.
0: <laughs>
1: Need I say more lightning? To have been able to pull him away from the Indianapolis 500 or whatever rollicking, gun-toting event he was otherwise supposed to be at this weekend in Alabama. You've put him on a doubles court with some other no-name chump and you can't even coax the Ram, the golden Ram, as I like to refer to him, Rajiv Ram. Who paired up with Venus Williams to show everyone what real tennis looks like. But instead, the Ram has been put out to pasture (laughs) somewhere in North America. While these other chumps have been sent in lieu of real tennis players. Such is the fall of this empire. But they have struggled to find people who could swing a racket and show up to attempt to claim some sort of medal. And Lightning, they'll all go home empty-handed and... Quite frankly, there's not a lot of sympathy coming from this man.
0: <laughs> and there often is cutters, so deeply surprising to hear that. <laughs> this, of course, becomes the first time since 1920 when an Olympic medal has been on offer that no person from the United States of America has taken home a medal. So a worthy DQ, cutters. Lightning,
1: they shouldn't have even been able to operate under their own flag, a la Russia. It should have been... A miniature version of their own flag (laughs) with two stars, which is what I give their performance (laughs) this Olympics. Lightning, who's your DQ at this year's games?
0: Cutters, my DQ might sound a little surprising, and it's this year's silver medalist, the Czech player Von Drusheva, who is ranked 42 in the world. And you might say that's a fairly harsh... DQ, to give them the silver on one hand, only to pluck it from them. The next, Katas, the reason is the Olympic rules state that each nation can take up to four singles players. She, of course, came behind Pliskova and Krachikova, Kvitova and Mukova. Katas, she was ranked behind all four of those players who all had their ticket to Tokyo only for Vondrusheva to dip back into some protected ranking points from 2019, to drag those chump credit points back up, kicking and screaming, to get her on the plane to Tokyo at the expense of one of her own countrywomen. So you could argue, Cutters, that getting all the way through to the gold medal playoff match justifies the old stab in the back with a samurai sword of another teammate. But, Katas what do you make of someone prepared to play it dirty in a sport that is about national pride?
1: I think it's fantastic, Lightning. I think you should stomp on everyone you need to to claim that gold. Of course, it backfires a bit when you win silver and you have to rock up to the ticket tape parade standing next to Mukova who I can only presume will be driving the bus because that's her new career since you...
0: (laughs) Since you threw her under it.
1: (laughs) (laughs) But Lightning, it actually does bring a tear to this old man's eye because I reflect on my own (laughs) tilt at game success back in 96. I remember my preparation going into Atlanta in the dressage, which won't surprise many viewers given my classy demeanor. And uh, I wasn't afraid in the Oceania qualifying, where I actually lobbied the AOC, the Australian Olympic Committee, to take into consideration parking fines that had been accrued (laughs) over the previous 10 years. And as a fresh-faced 18-year-old who had been yet to drive, I managed to swoop in and take the spot of some fairly clumsy operators that were older than me, Lightning. So I think you should absolutely factor in a past history there and you need to kick, scream, pull the hair of your, whatever. You were countrymen to a certain point <laughs> and then you're enemies. She go out of the core on a chair and, and now she's in the locker, perfect in the restaurant. So I, I don't like these things, I'm sorry. I don't think she did a, a good attitude on court. I didn't like that. So, a good job for her. If you want to do like that, it's a good job. But I, I'm bad because what's hurting me and make me angry. So, well done for her.
0: Cutters, it's time to sign off this year. Our first ever Olympic edition. Of course, the Olympic tennis always throws up surprising results, and it has again this year. It's thrown up New Zealanders and Brazilians and Zvarevs, none of the people you expect to have silverware or gold or bronzeware in your pocket. And yet, cutters, again, we've been surprised. I'd like you all to spare a thought for the two Georgian tennis players who, unfortunately, made it to the Tokyo Olympics only to be sent home after they realized upon landing in said country that the paperwork was never sent by the officials (laughs) of georgia uh so of course they're all excited geared up ready to go kit bag behind them and of course due to a clerical error just uh put the mask back on and headed back on a plane home an extraordinary story at this olympics (laughs) Well,
1: lightning it was unfortunate, but it was great of Tennis Sangren to step in and represent Georgia, who he thought was the state of Georgia, hence the fact that he came out waving the confederate flag uh which which was not a good look for tennis. <laughs> he did his best it's the thought that counts tennis, and in that sense, it was a terrible thought and a terrible execution to match. But uh, also spare a thought lightning for one Kei Nishikori. I feel that he's been sadly shadowed by Naomi Osaka, his Japanese tennis counterpart. Whispers around the village were that he was actually the first choice to light the flame, but was unfortunately still engaged in an epic five-set battle in (laughs) Wimbledon at the time. (laughs) We should have known it with Kay that his schedule ends up running usually three to four weeks later than the average player. But uh, well done, not-so-special Kay, as I will now be referring to him.
0: It is time for us to leave you, dear listeners, and leave you until we see you again for the US Open, which will be upon us in not too long. In the meantime, we'd appreciate you jumping on board, sharing the love, letting others in on the backhanders' secret and ensuring you review and share our podcast. Join us on Instagram at The Backhanders or through Facebook. But until then, if you were going for a Golden Slam and instead have to settle for a mere Calendar Slam, just remember to be quiet, please. Particularly when your partner says, Hey Novak, want to play for a bronze? Novak? No? no? Okay, next time. Next time. <laughs> you want me to remove
1: your racket from your own chest? No? No? <laughs> fine. <laughs>